to claim or not to claim Social Security? That is the question. We'll talk about the break-even age theory and how you can best use your Social Security and so much more on today's edition of Aging Options. The following is a paid program on this station. Aging Options, how can we help? It's time to know your options and master your future. My life, my plan, my way. LifePoint Law presents Aging Options with elder law attorney and life planning coach Rajiv Nagayich. Health, housing, finance, legal, and family. Know your options. Aging Options is not a law firm, but Rajiv is a lawyer. You should not reveal things you wish to keep confidential in this public setting. This program offers general advice. Having your questions answered does not create an attorney-client relationship. Contact your attorney or other professional to discuss your unique needs before taking any action related to the subjects discussed in this program. Now, here is nationally recognized retirement planning authority and host of national public television program, Master Your Future, Rajiv Nagayich, as well as his co-host, Tariq Ansari. Good morning, one. Good morning, all. And welcome to Aging Options right here on AM 770 KTTH. So glad you could join us on this excellent Saturday morning. And as always, we've got a lot to talk about today. And as mentioned in the open, one of the stories is to claim or not to claim. Uh, Don't worry. This isn't a Shakespeare show. We're talking, of course, (laughs) about Social Security. And that is the question. What is your best claiming strategy and what is your break even age? We'll talk about that. And you know, Tarek, uh, lately uh, with the scam calls that are on the rise, and this is an old trick, but it keeps coming over and over again. It goes something like, Grandma, I'm in jail. I need bail money. For real? We'll talk about that. Also, when someone dies, it's always nice to have advanced preparation and a helpful checklist. It can make a challenging time less overwhelming, and we'll give you some tips, tricks, and also some advice on how you can best handle that situation. And one single step to increase your lifespan by about 14 years, move it, move it, move it, move it. We'll talk (laughs) about that story coming up. Rajiv, it sounds like you're about to write yourself a dance song. Move it, move it, move it. <laughs> That's right. But we'll talk about all four of those stories and so much more today. But the most important story, of course, as we always say, Rajiv, is your story. So do you give us, do you give us a call. We're here with you until 11 o'clock. So get your calls in now before the lines fill up. The number is 1-800-465-8770. Again, 1-800-465-8770. Wherever excellent board up Brady, with his hand on the phones as we speak, ready to take your call before you're finished dialing. Some kind of technology I've never heard of, but we're able to take your call right now at 1-800-465-8770. Rajiv, you're back. We're excited to have you here. And let's get right into it. So... This first thing, which comes to this, to be, to, uh, I love that little uh, header right there, uh, to like with the Social Security, to claim or not to claim. Uh, so, to determine your best Social Security uh, strategy, it helps to know when to calculate your break even age. And this break even age we're talking about, uh, it comes from this new tool brought to us, uh, brought to us from the uh, online Social Security calculator from, uh, like from AARP. And what it does is it calculates your uh, your income, your age, your scale of expected benefits, and from that it tells you what age you should accept your Social Security benefits, whether it's sixty two, sixty five, maybe it's seventy, maybe it's seventy five, whatever it is. Uh, and this is a helpful tool. And Rajiv, uh, you're great to get insight um, when it comes to this, because obviously this is something you've worked with quite a bit, Social Security, the age of which to take your benefits. And do you see this tool as being incredibly useful? And are there other things that seniors could use to progress their way best into the future? It is indeed. You know, this is a question that comes over and over again. And, and our good friend, Bob Pittman, if he was here, he'd, he'd kind of attest to that, that he we've been talking about this issue for many years. And I have always been suggesting, as most, uh, you know, financial advisors will suggest, that if you need the money, of course, Social Security is there for you to take it at as early as age 62. If you can wait till your full retirement age, which is somewhere between 66 and 67, depending on the year that you were born, you should wait till at least the full retirement age. And if you have the financial means to be able to, to wait till your, your, till the maximum retirement age of age 70, that'll probably give you the best bounce if you can hang on without claiming social security. 
And, and, and so that's a, that's a never ending question. People keep asking about the whole thing. <clears throat> and if I, uh, if I recall right, I think Bob uh, was able to take advantage of, uh, uh, of not claiming his benefits, but going on his wife's benefits, which, by the way, is not available anymore. But uh, he was able to maximize his social security. And this article does, yet again, a pretty darn decent job of trying to figure out what is the right time for someone to go ahead and start social security. Clearly, there's no no doubt in my mind that uh, if you need the social security, it is there for you to go ahead and get it. But if you don't need it, you'd be better off not getting it. Uh, and then this article does a good job. We can talk about it. If you have a question, whether you're thinking about uh, starting Social Security, you're sitting on the fence, we can talk about that story. But, you know, some of the stats that kind of stand out up here in this article is this, that even though this issue is talked much talked about, and most financial advisors, most people will suggest that wait till 70 if you can, less than 4% of the people wait till age 70 meaning majority of people will start their Social Security benefits well before age 70. Only a small, tiny fraction of people will wait till age 70, and it could be any number of reasons uh, why people are not going to end up waiting. And if you go into the article, it gives you a great uh, uh, this thing example that if you if you were to receive $2,000 per month at age, at your full retirement age, whatever that age is, if you wait, if you start the benefits at age 62, you're going to get a 25% permanent reduction in your benefits for the rest of your life, which means that if you live to be age 90, you will have collected $470,000. However, if you waited till your full retirement age, let's say age 67, you will have collected somewhere between about $552,000 through age 90, just because the increase that you would have received and you would not have taken the reduction. But if you can wait till age 70, during the same duration, you would have picked up $595,000. Uh, and and, and, and uh, it, it just is something that you have to do math with. Tarek? Absolutely. That's a great point. And hey, if that perks your interest, if you have a question regarding that or anything else we mentioned on this program, do give us a call at 1-800-465-8770. Once again, the phone number to call is one 800 465 8770. And I should mention, Rajiv, that uh, all these stories we're talking about today, including that first one, are available at the agingoptions.com website put together by the excellent Tony Bolin, who we call the Tom Brady of blog posting. That's right. It's available at agingoptions.com. And do check it out for more information on that very, very interesting article. And I want to take a quick aside here before we get into article number two. And Rajiv, we've talked about many times on this show about how you're not just, you know, not just a radio host. You don't just, you're not just a seminar host, all right? You are also a television host. You're on PBS, all right? And you had Master Your Future. You had a season that came out. You recorded a full season of excellent episodes. My family even, we, we saw you when I was at my family's house in Sacramento a few months back, and we're like, wait a minute. Wait, is that the man? Is that the guy? Said, yeah, it was the guy. But uh, it was very successful, great reviews, and I hear... Rajiv, that there's more on the horizon. Well, there is, and that this, uh, you know, it is testament to that uh, topic that we talk about. Uh, you can hear any number of shows that talk about, you know, how to invest your money, how to do things. There, there's nobody talking to you about how to put all your pieces together so that you can live a life without the fear of being put into a nursing home, becoming a burden, dying broke, even though one of those things or all of those things are, is going to happen to 70% of the people. It just is absolutely, it's, it's just as interesting to me to watch as to how we end up planning. And, and it's testament to the fact that this uh, message is receiving great uh, acceptance, uh, particularly on the East Coast. I mean, on the East Coast, the show has done marvelously well. It has, it has done extremely well. So there are two things that I wanted to do this time around. One was to come out with my book. I mean, the workbook that I came out with last time, it was meant to be a book, but we turned it into a workbook, and it, it is paired with the Master Your Future program. And you can go to agingoptions.com and as seen uh, on TV, and, and there you can order the workbook. But this year we wanted to write a book, so the book is coming out. 
uh, before the year is going to be over. And then outside of the book, this time around, I really want to start delving deeper into the issue. Look, everyone will say that I don't want to end up in a nursing home. I've yet to hear somebody who is saying, pick me, pick me, pick me. I want to go to a nursing home. You know, I can't wait to to set up residency in some nursing home somewhere. It just doesn't happen. It's quite the opposite. And yet, when you take a look at the reality, 70% of people are not going to be able to live out their lives in their own home. There'll be some variation of a nursing home that they're going to spend their last days in, whether it's a hospital, hospice house, nursing home, some other place. And so this show, for the last three months, I've been preparing and trying to figure out how are we going to communicate the message, which is pretty darn easy to me to communicate. With a lot of planning, you can not only hope for, but you can actually accomplish uh, being able to live out your life in your own home. It's entirely possible. Heck, four-fifths of the world's population actually accomplishes that goal. We are the only only people in the richest country in the world we can't accomplish that goal. What is that about? So this show is going to be about living happily ever after. That's the title uh, the the path to living happily ever after. That's the title of the show. And the show is really going to be focused on how people go about planning uh, their housing affairs. It's not going to be the all health, housing, finance, legal, even though we'll touch on every topic, but it'll be focused primarily on those people who want to look at the housing plan and say, I want to be able to live out my life in my own home. And what do I need to do today? Tell me. And I, I share that whole thing through the lens of a client of mine, a lady called Louise Smith, who didn't have any children, didn't have any family members in the neighborhood. She was a widowed uh, uh, flight attendant, and she had heard me on this very station. And she had called me and said, you know, you talk about helping people avoid a nursing home. I have a lawyer, a financial planner. I've got an accountant. I've got lots of people I work with. But nobody has ever talked about that. Tell me, what are you going to do? And then that's the story that I'm going to say because we helped her plan her life. And then we helped make sure that she was able to live out her life in her own home without without ever leaving her home. I mean, that is such a fairy tale. It's, it's a great uh, it's a great topic. It's yeah, it's coming up. Uh, we'll be next week in Albany, uh, actually taping that, and starting March is going to start playing around the country as the last one to advance your future. Excellent. That's that's exciting, uh, Rajiv. I, I'll tell you what, my parents. I tell them because, like, you know what, they're about to hit their sixties. You know, listen. I've got someone you can talk to, and you can do it by click of the button, turning on PBS, or as we call it, Channel 6 back at home. So that's very exciting. Master your future, all right? You're you're recording in Albany Albany next week. Excellent news. And, hey, check your local listings and check out Rajiv on TV, not just on the radio, okay? And, Rajiv, real quick, while we have a few minutes before we go to break, if people are just not satisfied with hearing you on the radio or or seeing you on TV, they want to see the Rajiv in person. The Rajiv in person, that's right. Uh, do they have opportunities to hear from you uh, regarding life planning, things we talk about on the show, in more depth? Well, let me see. I think the answer is the obvious yes. I mean, the one thing that I have dedicated 22 years of my life to is educating about why this issue happens. And it continues, you know, where uh, many people have counseled me that maybe instead of doing live shows, uh, what we need to do is to offer free seminars and, uh, sorry, free appointments and stuff. And I keep coming to that, uh, to, to one basic thing about the work that I do. This is not a sales gimmick to me. This is not where I want to invite people to come give me 30 minutes of your time and I'll give you uh, uh, some wisdom, which will really amount to little more than just a sales pitch. I am not interested in that. I have for 22 years dedicated my life to uh, my my in-laws, if you will. Uh, watching my father-in-law ending up in a nursing home, I've always said that, that, you know, it's not because a lack of rules or laws or know-how that get us there. It's how we plan that gets us there. And we have uh, opportunities coming up again, as we do every month. For for years, I've been doing this. September 8th at 6.30 in Bellevue and September 15th at 6.30 in Federal Way. Uh, we will definitely be bringing that message to you. And if you have not been to a seminar, you really need to come to one. If you've been to a seminar a few years ago, you still need to come to one if you haven't taken any action. Because sitting on the sidelines is not going to make you part of the the 30% that succeed in retirement. It'll make you part of the 70% who do not succeed in retirement. Tariq? 
Absolutely great point. And I went to the one in Bellevue last uh, last uh, last month in, in August, and I'll tell you, the man isn't lying. It's a great idea. Don't be part of the seventy percent. You know, it's like they say in that uh, commercial used to air. Uh, you know, if you got on a plane. Where it had a seventy percent chance of crashing, would you get on that plane? <laughs> no, you would not get on that plane because that would just be a bad idea. But you know what's a good idea is heading to one of these seminars. All right, so again, Thursday, September eighth at six thirty p.m. at the Bell Salesforce Building. All right, really easy to get to, excellent area. You can make a night out of it if you'd like. I love that. Uh, love the East Side, especially Bellevue. Really, really nice town. But let's say you can't make that. Hey, totally understand because Thursday. September 15th, there's another seminar happening in Federal Way at the Life Point Law Campus. And uh, that's easy to get to, especially if you live in Tacoma and Federal Way itself, maybe down in Kent, somewhere around um, uh, just south of Seattle. It's it's really easy to get to. And I'll, I'll tell you what, I mean, I took a lot from it that I've given to my parents, uh, given to my great aunt, to my grandparents. And uh, you're going to you're going to come away with a lot of information. And as I talked to a lot of the people who went to this seminar uh, last month, the one in Bellevue, they kept telling me when I asked them afterwards, hey, what did you get from this? Uh, they said they an- they got answers to questions they didn't even know they had questions to. I mean, it's it's truly an excellent way to spend a Thursday evening. Again, September 8th at 6.30 p.m. in Bellevue and September 15th at 6.30 p.m. in Federal Way. As Rajiv mentioned, this is free, all right? This is a free seminar, and you can sign up by going to LifePointLaw.com. It's really easy to do. One clicks, two clicks, three clicks, you're done. But you can also sign up in person at these events on the 8th in Bellevue and the 15th in Federal Way. Well, ladies and gentlemen, if you do have a question for today's show, though, if you cannot wait for the 8th or for the 15th, you need that question answered right now, well... The phone number to call is 1-800-465-8770. Again, the phone number to call is 1-800-465-8770. And would you look at the time, Rajiv? It's time for a break. But before we go to break, we play the world-famous game by the name of... What year was this? Yeah, actually, it's what year was it, Rajiv? No, no, it's going to be what year was this. What year oh. was this? That's the new name. What? Oh, we we just renamed it on the spot <laughs> on the fly. I I did not get the memo, but fine. What year was this? According to Rajiv Nagai, she has now remastered the name, and this is our new name going forward. Apparently, so what year was this when the Beatles released their debut single? Love Me Do, written by Rajiv Nagayich. Just kidding, that didn't happen. The first Bond movie, Dr. No, was a huge hit in theaters. Speaking of theaters, a drive-in movie ticket in this year was just 75 cents. That's right, three quarters. That's all it took. Nowadays, it's about 20 quarters or so. Anyway, the most popular song of the year was... Let's go surfing now, everybody's learning how. Come on a safari with me. I read a little fact about, by the way, Rajiv, about this song. It actually got the highest, uh, most sales in New York City, where during this year, there was absolutely no surfing. So kind of a fun little uh, little tidbit for those of you Beach Boys fans out there. But what year did that song come out? 1961, 1962, or 1963? Stay tuned. At about 10.59, we'll give you the answer. So get your guesses in now, and no cheating. No cheating. And do give us a call if you do have a question for us. Again, we're here with you until 11 o'clock. 1-800-465-8770. Again, the number to call is 1-800-465-8770. You're listening to Aging Options right here on AM 770 KTTH. It's your turn to join the program. Give us a call at 800-465-8770. Once again, that toll-free number is 800-465-8770. Aging Options will be right back after this. Does someone you love need care in the home? An elderly parent or relative? A spouse dealing with a long-term illness? Maybe a family member facing a disability? HomeWatch Caregivers can help. With more than 40 years of experience providing compassionate care, HomeWatch Caregivers is America's oldest and most experienced home care company. We know what to do, we know how to help, and we know how to make care affordable. Whether you need help on a full-time basis or just a few hours a week, our trained and experienced caregivers are matched to meet your needs. We can even help with access to on-call physician support along with in-home care. 
care. Why not let our family take care of yours? HomeWatch Caregivers, Western Washington's best home care. Call us today at 253-564-1006 to schedule your free consultation. That's 253-564-1006, 253-564-1006, or visit us on the web at homewatchcaregivers.com. HomeWatch Caregivers, let our family take care of yours. You know, I'm not a wealthy person, but I'd like to leave a little something to my kids when I'm gone. Actually, there's someone who gets first shot at your assets when you die, before your kids can even touch them, the tax collector and creditors. I don't know much about estate and inheritance taxes. I've heard about changes in tax laws, but it's a little complicated, so I just try not to worry about it. Far too often, the cost of probate and estate taxes forces children to sell off their parents' assets, leaving little for them. I'd at least like for them to have this house. After all, they grew up here, and we'd like to keep it in the family. They say you can't take it with you. (laughs) I just didn't realize it was the tax collector who said it. The elder law attorneys at LifePoint Law understand probate and estate taxes. They know how to protect your assets and your legacy. You can trust LifePoint Law and Rajiv Nagayach. Call 877-ELDER-47. That's 877-ELDER-47. Listen to what people are saying about the free life care planning seminar presented by Aging Options host Rajiv Nagayach. I thought he covered everything that I personally had a question about. I was reassured. I got perspective. I was impressed. I found it very, very helpful. We all face challenges when it comes to aging. Legal needs, Medicare, Medicaid, long-term care insurance, Social Security. But having a plan will help you maintain quality of life, financial stability, and peace of mind for you and your family. The rules are changing, and although no one can forecast the future, one can be prepared for it as much as possible. Join Rajiv for the next Retirement Life Planning Seminar on Thursday evening, September 8th in Bellevue, or on Thursday evening, September 15th in Federal Way. Register today at LifePointLaw.com or call 253-838-3454. Again, register at LifePointLaw.com or call 253-838-3454. You really need to go to these aging option seminars because it um, not only impacts you and your end of life, but it impacts your children for the rest of their lives. It will make a difference in their lives, too. Hey, you heard him. He's right. Agent Options right here on AM 770 KTTH. And I do feel like we're in the early 60s with that music, by the way. Man, I wish I knew how to play guitar. <laughs> and- uh, Rashid, do you know how to play guitar, by the way? Just real quick. Uh, no, I just said I, I know how to hear or listen to and appreciate the guitar players. <laughs> That's what I do. That's now. good. Appreciation. <laughs> it's almost as good as actually being able to play. Appreciation. That's good. I appreciate synthesizers That's for the same reason. <laughs> That's right. Uh, hey, Gene Options right here at AM 770 KTTH. We may, we may not be musical aficionados, but we do know. Uh, Rajiv knows what, it's, uh, what he's talking about when it comes to life planning. So do give us a call at one 800 465 8770-1-800-465-8770 is the number to call. And we have a caller on the line right now by the name of Larry. He's calling from Shoreline. Larry, welcome to Aging Options. Yes, thank you for taking my call. I appreciate it. Of course. How can we help, Larry? Yes, yeah, so I, I, I was wondering, the uh, uh, state of Washington, I believe, is a community property state. In a simple uh, marriage, does a husband have to leave a white, uh, will for his wife uh, if all they have is like the house, a car, and maybe a bank account? And uh, yeah. mm-hmm. uh, it might matter if the house is in both uh, spouses' names, him and her, and maybe if there's a mortgage. I don't know if that involves it, but I don't know if you have to go to probate with the house. The short answer is, yeah, you have to go through probate, and you do not need a will for a community property uh, law to to give everything to your surviving spouse, if indeed this is your one and only marriage. 
if this is your second yeah. marriage or and you have children from a previous marriage, then not everything is going to go to your your spouse. Uh, half of it will mm-hmm. go to your spouse. The other half will go to your children from your previous marriage. So there are some rules that are mm-hmm. crafted. So the question that you really are mm-hmm. asking, it's, it's an interesting question. We get I get asked this question all the time that, look, we are in a community property state. Why why do I need to do a will? I mean, everything is going to go to the to the spouse, isn't it? And the short answer is yeah. And here's how here's what you need to know about community property laws. Community property laws, for the most part, basically say that everything that you acquire during marriage, the, from from the time that you got married, everything you've acquired since then, is fifty percent presumptively fifty percent belongs to the husband and fifty percent belongs to the spouse. So. But there is nothing in the community property laws that says that when you die, you must leave your 50% to your spouse. You can choose to do that. You can write a will. You can uh, actually write a community property agreement basically saying that I don't have to leave it to my spouse, but I'm choosing to leave it. But that's typically what we will need to end up doing. The community property laws recognize that a lot of people do not write wills. And then if they don't write a will, then we have to have some rules and regulations placed to say who will get the house. And the rules basically say this is your one and only marriage and you've been married long enough, uh, no kids from a prior marriage. Then we are going to presume that the community property you would have wanted to leave it to your spouse, if not your spouse to your children equally, etc. And so there's the that's called intestacy, laws of intestacy, which is that's how the distribution is going to be made. The question then you ask yourself is, Okay, I don't have to write a will. I mean, the the government has done me a favor. They've already done the will. Should I write a will? And the answer is, well, I mean, the will may not be nearly as important as writing a power of attorney, a living will, a mental health advance directive, and some of these other legal documents. Because when you're dead and gone, and the law is clear that your share will go to your spouse, because this is your only marriage, well, that's easy. But... If you have, let's say, if, if you if you fall ill, will your spouse be able to call your cell phone company and deal with your cell phone bills? Probably not. Try and try doing that today. If the cell phone is in your name and your wife needed to deal with your cell phone, will that company even allow her to access your account? The answer is no. And now you're setting yourself up for something called a guardianship, a court-created power of attorney. Take six to nine months, tens of thousands of dollars later, and then you probably get that power of attorney prepared by a court. Not a good idea to do. The other thing that you have to think about is, look, I mean, when you're thinking, your question basically posits that your biggest concern at this point of time, Larry, is if I die, how do I protect my wife? Do I have that that, that thinking correct? Yes. Uh, yeah. Simple right. way. <laughs> At least right. Yeah. Better. Simply put, I mean, I want to do something to to protect my spouse. And if you really mm-hmm. think about that, that's what we, the, your neighbors, talk about. That we all think that is the most important thing. But in the end, let me share this with you: what will be more important than how do you protect your wife by leaving the house to her? Will be how do you protect your house from not being lost to long-term care? You not becoming a burden to your wife. That means if you fall ill, how do you make sure that your wife is not going to become your unpaid caregiver in the process and that you're not going mm-hmm. to lose all your money in the process because Medicare is not going to cover anything? Mm-hmm. That's not what mm-hmm. we talk about. That's not what they teach us in law school. That's not what financial mm-hmm. planners talk to you about. And in the end, mm-hmm. I mean, the reason why I do the work that I do, I watched my father-in-law having done exactly what you're proposing to do. He went to a lawyer. He got a will. And in the will, he said, I want to, if I die, I want to leave everything to my wife. He had a power of attorney. He says, if I can't become, uh, if I can't manage my affairs, my wife will be able to take care of it. And if not her, then my daughter is in some order. And he had a living will that if I am in a coma, don't put a feeding tube, just pull the plug. He did all of that, right? Normal planning. And then his life took a slightly different trajectory. He ended up getting Alzheimer's. Once he gets Alzheimer's, his wife takes care of him for six or seven years at home. And then eventually he ends up in the nursing home because his wife could only do it so long alone. When he gets to the nursing home, all the money that they had saved for retirement, it goes out of the window. And and his wife had to then finally, when they had spent all the cash down, they had to look to Medicaid and Medicaid then started paying the bills. That's about the Mm -hmm. time that I was getting 
in touch with his family. And right from the first day on, mm-hmm. the first time I walked into the nursing home, I'm saying, how does the richest country in the world plan their future and mm-hmm. give older people such poor, pathetic outcomes? And over 22 years, if I've done anything right in my, in my, in my, in my professional career, is to understand mm-hmm. how this problem actually happens. And the good news in all of this is it doesn't need to happen. So you're asking the right question. Mm-hmm. I, I don't want to take you off on a beaten path. You called about the question about community property. Hopefully I've given you the answer. But I would suggest to yeah. you, as I would suggest to every other listener, think about it. Don't just, be, don't just follow the beaten path of everyone going to a lawyer and saying, I want a will or a trust. Who gets what when I die? What you really want to talk about is, how do I live my life so that I don't end up in a nursing home, I don't die broke, and I don't become a burden to my loved ones? That's not a conversation mm-hmm. you're going to get from financial planners or doctors or lawyers. <clears throat> That's something you have to go to someone like me, like a life planner. Make sense? Okay. Okay. Yeah. Now, the only thing I don't understand is this probate. Yep. If everything else is clean and taken care of, you got to hire an attorney. To the wife would have to hire an attorney to take her through probate, right? Yeah, and the reason is pretty the simple. The reason is this: when Larry dies and he's leaving the house to to his wife Mary, let's just pretend mm-hmm. it's Mary. Mm-hmm. How do we mm-hmm. know that when Larry died, he did not die owing money to third parties? Maybe Larry got stuck in a hospital. And the hospital did some mm-hmm. services, and they should be paid before Mary gets the money. Maybe Larry had mm-hmm. hired a, a contractor to do some work in the house. We should mm-hmm. not be taking care of Larry's heirs, his wife, his children, before we take care mm-hmm. of legitimate creditors who need to be paid money. That's the whole theory behind right. the probate process. So the probate basically okay. is there to protect creditors. It says that when Larry dies, sure. go to court. And publish a newspaper, mm-hmm. a notice in the newspaper that Larry is now dead. If you have a claim, bring it now. Otherwise, hold your peace. Yeah. That's so we'd have to go, she'd have to go to an attorney to have that posted in the paper. Unless you do, probate, I guess. Unless you do something called a, uh, a, 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 a transfer on death deed. So the state of Washington oh has recognized we are one of the few states that says instead of having a deed that says that Larry and Mary own the house, you can say Larry and Mary own the house. And if Larry dies, then it'll go to Mary. If Mary dies, it'll go to Larry. That's called a transfer on death deed. That'll help you avoid throat. Okay. Right. okay. You can do that. You can well, do a revocable living trust. Maybe I'll have maybe I'll understand this a little more. And if that doesn't work, I'll have to make an appointment with you, I guess. I, you know, go to somebody who can actually help you with the bigger picture. But, yeah, come to a seminar. I think you'll get world-class education. That I promise you. Yeah. Transfer on death deed, huh? Is that Correct, what I, yeah. Yep. Yeah. Okay. That's an instrument that right. can be prepared thank you for in Washington. Your time and, thank you for your time and your patience with me. I appreciate that. Anytime, Larry. A. John, thanks for the call. All right, sir. Thank you. Bye. Tarek? Absolutely. And if you'd like to call Rajiv, 1-800-465-8770 is the number to call. Again, we're here with you until we hit 11 o'clock. 1-800-465-8770. And, well, Rajiv, it is also now time for a break. But that get, that means we get to play the game. What year was it? So, oh, sorry. What 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 what, what name did you give it, Rajiv? What year was this? I already forgot what name you... What year was this? That's right. All right. What year was this? We have to update it. That's right. We're like we're like Windows. We're like Apple. We have to update our software, even our games, every year or so. So what year was this? All right. The Beatles released their debut single, Love Me Do. The first Bond movie, Dr. No, was a hit in theaters, and including drive-in theaters, where the average movie ticket was 75 cents. And this was the most popular song of the year. Let's go surfing now, everybody's learning how. Come on a safari with me. You know, I do have to ask Brian Wilson if I ever get the chance. I don't know how you can be surfing while going on a safari at the same time. I, I, I never understood that personally. Rajiv, I don't know if you understand it more than I do. I just never got that myself. I, I just could never follow. You know, I just think that there are other bigger fish to fry than, than worrying about surfing in New York. 
<laughs> That's fair. That's fair. I think there were some people on the street going, how do I do that? But anyway, what year was that song released? All right, 1961, 1962, or 1963? Yeah, there might be bigger fish to fry, but I'll tell you what. I hope you can uh, fish out the answer to the question what year was this was it 1961 1962 or was it 1963 all right so just reminding you we're here with you until 11 and if you have a question for rajiv as larry did larry from shoreline who just got on the air and asked his question to rajiv give us a call 1-800-465-8770 again 1-800-465-8770 you're listening to aging options right here on am 770 ktth We're here to take your questions. The number to call is 800-465-8770. Once again, that toll-free number is 800-465-8770. Rajiv and Tarek will be right back after this. Safe, independent, living in comfortable surroundings. That's where we all want to be. It's no different for your parents and other elderly relatives, even as they age. How do you make it easier for them to stay in the home they love by bringing the care to them? HomeWatch Caregivers can help. With more than 40 years of experience providing compassionate care, HomeWatch Caregivers is America's oldest and most experienced home care company. We know what to do, we know how to help, and we know how to make care affordable. When you compare the cost and benefits of home care to nursing homes or other institutional settings, you'll be amazed at just how affordable in-home care can be. HomeWatch Caregivers, Western Washington's best home care. HomeWatch Caregivers. Call us today at 253-564-1006 to schedule your free consultation. That's 253-564-1006 or visit us on the web at homewatchcaregivers.com. Call us today at 253-564-1006. Homewatch Caregivers. Let our family take care of yours. You know, I'm not a wealthy person, but I'd like to leave a little something to my kids when I'm gone. Actually, there's someone who gets first shot at your assets when you die, before your kids can even touch them, the tax collector and creditors. I don't know much about estate and inheritance taxes. I've heard about changes in tax laws, but it's a little complicated, so I just try not to worry about it. Far too often, the cost of probate and estate taxes forces children to sell off their parents' assets, leaving little for them. I'd at least like for them to have this house. After all, they grew up here, and we'd like to keep it in the family. They say you can't take it with you. (laughs) I just didn't realize it was the tax collector who said it. The elder law attorneys at LifePoint Law understand probate and estate taxes. They know how to protect your assets and your legacy. You can trust LifePoint Law and Rajiv Nagayich. Call 877-ELDER-47. That's 877-ELDER-47. Listen to what people are saying about the free life care planning seminar presented by Aging Options host Rajiv Nagayich. I thought he covered everything that I personally had a question about. I was reassured. I got perspective. I was impressed. I found it very, very helpful. We all face challenges when it comes to aging. Legal needs, Medicare, Medicaid, long-term care insurance, Social Security. But having a plan will help you maintain quality of life, financial stability, and peace of mind for you and your family. Rules are changing, and although no one can forecast the future, one can be prepared for it as much as possible. Join Rajiv for the next Retirement Life Planning Seminar on Thursday evening, September 8th in Bellevue, or on Thursday evening, September 15th in Federal Way. Register today at LifePointLaw.com or call 253-838-3454. Again, register at LifePointLaw.com or call 253-838-3454. There just didn't seem to be a thing that I mentioned that you didn't already know. And when I would mention things, this is how I know you're a good guy. Because when I would mention something, you were already there. You knew about it, and I'm impressed. We're impressed. Gary and I are impressed. Welcome back, Aging Options, right here on AM 770 KTTH. That's right, we get around. You hear that music in the background. We get around to talking to you. All right, 1-800-465-8770. Again, 1-800-465-8770 is the number to call for today. And Rajiv, glad to have you back this week. And, you know, I want to take a few seconds to thank a few of our biggest supporters, uh, starting out with Joe Hillier of HomeWatch Caregivers, uh, an individual who's been a guest on the show many times. Uh, when it comes to uh, the caregiving community, uh, he really is the best of the best. And Rajiv, obviously someone that you do truly trust. 
Absolutely. I think, you know, when, when you talk about people who are willing to go ahead and buck the trend and do unusual things in face of uh, trying to give solutions that are more in the interest of consumers and not just their pocketbook. Sakit would be one of them. And, and so would actually, for that matter of fact, uh, Joe Hillier. These are good guys to work with. Indeed, indeed. Saket Sanger, another one who uh, often comes on the show, Joe Hillier, both excellent individuals who are very knowledgeable in what they're talking about. I mean, I had a, a conversation at the last uh, the last seminar um, in August with uh, with Saket, and man, I'm telling you, that guy that guy is sharp. That guy knows what he's talking about. And uh, Joe, also, they just know what they're talking about, and they are experts at their craft. And uh, if you're interested in contacting uh, Joe, if it comes to caregiving, all right, if you maybe are in a situation where you might need to employ a caregiver. All right, we, we know the best. It's Joe Hillier. And his number is 253-564-1006. Again, again 253-564-1006 for Joe Hillier. And for Saket, uh, and again, he when it comes to the financial dashboard uh, and when it comes to just I mean, we've talked last week, Rajiv, when you were um, when you were uh, away uh, about the the Boeing engineer situation and about uh, using your retirement at a certain age, choosing uh, to take it then or to not do it then. I mean, he w- he was so knowledgeable about that. We brought the story on, and the- he knew what he was talking about. All right, so Saket Sanger can be reached at two zero six two three four seven five one six. As we mentioned last week, he knows what he's talking about. He is excellent. Works hand in hand with Rajiv, and his number again is two zero six two three four seven five one six. And I'll tell you what, ladies and gentlemen, two great people to call, but another great person to call, obviously, is Rajiv Nagayich, who is with me now. And again, we're here with you until 11. The phone number to call is 1-800-465-8770. Again, 1-800-465-8770. We're interested in taking any of your questions, including ones that have to do with this next story, which is about the grandparent scams. And I'm, it is so frustrating. It is so frustrating to read this because... I think you'll agree with me, Rajiv, that society as a whole has quite a bit of knowledge and is very aware of this happening. And yet it still happens. In fact, according to this report, also on agingoptions.com that you can check out right now, uh, in 2021 alone, 450 seniors were estimated to have lost an average of $14,000 each. $14,000 $14, each, that amounted to $6.5 million between all of them. And I mean, it's predatory, it's terrible, it's wrong. And you know, the worst part is, Rajiv, the scammers have gotten smarter. And, and they keep getting smarter. And at the same time, they also recognize that these tricks continue to keep working. Uh, the article is a good good uh, sampling of what happens in real life. And Tariq, I got to tell you, in my own practice, from time to time, I'll have my clients come and say, you won't believe it. And they're embarrassed to even admit this, that they got a call and they immediately went into protective mode, like the mother bear mode and that I have to take care of my family. That's my job. And they sent the money, and then no sooner did they send the money, they recognized there's something wrong up here. You know, they, we we shouldn't have done that. But it happens, and smart, intelligent, caring people fall for these things. So it's really important that we are aware of what is going on around us. And uh, when we're taking calls, we are not to be giving information. And if somebody says, uh, "I'm calling from the IRS." Uh, your grandson is in jail, you need to send some money so we can bail the person out. All these types of things, they're suspicious. It's romance. A neighbor of mine actually got uh, stung into that romance gimmick. And hundreds of thousands of dollars later, and every darn time she'd come back and say, oh, this guy is stuck in Amsterdam and he can't get on the plane and I have to send him a little bit money and a little bit money, a little bit money. It went on for two or three years before she shut it off. So these scams are there. Yep. Mm. It's just it's terrible. It, I mean, my my grandmother has fallen for it before. My other both grandmothers on both sides have fallen for it before, and it's it's really unfortunate. And ladies and gentlemen, if you have a story about that, uh, maybe some tips or stuff that you've encountered yourself. 
share it with us at 1-800-465-8770. Again, 1-800-465-8770. And just terrible. It's terrible to see, but it happens all the time. And, uh, and you know, the, this article that we're looking at, it has tricks and tips of how to uh, of how to stay away from uh, grandparent scams, and I'll mention a few of them here as we have a short amount of time. So, if you get a call from a number you don't recognize, don't pick up the phone. And if it's important, it will go to voicemail. Always keep that in mind. If it's a number that you don't recognize, you don't have to take it. Voicemail is not going to insult anybody in the right mind. And if they if you do pick up, be very wary of any call asking you for money in any way. Be, just be extra cautious. You know what? I mean, I, I'd like to think I'm a pretty uh, pretty kind person in real life. But when it comes to this, I've looked at these tips in the past, and i got to say, I'm, me- I'm not mean over the phone. But you have to put your foot down sometimes, Rajiv. And there's many other excellent, excellent tips on here. If you get a call late at night, be especially suspicious. That call may not be from your family. Um, and it might be just uh, o- operated using some other Internet equipment. And if the caller ID looks odd... It is. I'm just saying, if it's too good to be true, it's too good to be true. Or if it's too bad to be true, it's also too bad to be true. So check out all these tips by going to agingoptions.com under the blog post uh, section. Click on the article that says scam alert, scam alert, and check it out. It is put together by Tony Bolin. It's excellent. And it's very scary. But the more you read up and the more you know about this, the better chance you have of not falling victim. Speaking of falling victim... One of the issues that this article does talk about is the blog post that we put up on our social media pages. Go to Greece, go to France, go to Las Vegas, go to New York on a holiday, and people are queuing into that one that these people are not at home, and they know where you live, and then you have thefts happening. It just is nuts, but a good article to take a look at. I endorse it. Indeed, absolutely. And give us a call. We're, again, here with you the next 15 minutes or so. 1-800-465-8770. 1-800-465-8770. All right. So I guess it's time for another commercial break. Before we do that, what year was it? So what year? Oh, no. What year? What, what, what is it? I, I keep forgetting. What year? What 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 year did it happen? How? how what, when did this happen? We'll, we'll rename it to that. What when in the world this? did this happen? What year was this? No, I'm Rajiv, I'm changing it again. When in the world did this happen? Huh? And then add the huh at the end for good measure. All right? So in this year, huh, the Beatles released their debut single, Love Me Do. Still a great track to hear, even 60 years, 60-something years later. All right? Uh, the first Bond movie, Dr. No, was a hit in theaters. A drive-in movie ticket was just 75 cents. And this was one of the most popular songs of the year. Let's go surfing now, everybody's learning how, come on a safari with me. That's right. It caused a mass hysteria in New York City where people were walking around with surfboards but with no water to surf them on. Huh, how unfortunate. All right, so what year did that song come out? 1961, 1962, or 1963? In about 12 or 13 minutes or so, we'll give you the answer. But in the meantime, give us a call. 1-800-465-8770. You're listening to Aging Options right here on AM770 KTTH. Now's your last chance to call into the show. The toll-free number is 800-465-8770. Once again, dial 800-465-8770. Rajiv and Tarek will be right back with more aging options right after this. You know, I'm not a wealthy person, but I'd like to leave a little something to my kids when I'm gone. Actually, there's someone who gets first shot at your assets when you die, before your kids could even touch them, the tax collector and creditors. I don't know much about estate and inheritance taxes. I've heard about changes in tax laws, but it's a little complicated, so I just try not to worry about it. Far too often, the cost of probate and estate taxes forces children to sell off their parents' assets, leaving little for them. I'd at least like for them to have this house. After all, they grew up here, and we'd like to keep it in the family. They say you can't take it with you. (laughs) I just didn't realize it was the tax collector who said it. The elder law attorneys at LifePoint Law understand probate and estate taxes. They know how to protect your assets and your legacy. You can trust LifePoint Law and Rajiv Nagayich. Call 877-ELDER-47. That's 877-ELDER-47. Safe. Independent living in comfortable surroundings. That's where we all want to be. It's no different for your parents and other elderly relatives, even as they age. How do you make it easier for them to stay in the home they love by bringing the care to them? 
HomeWatch Caregivers can help. With more than 40 years of experience providing compassionate care, HomeWatch Caregivers is America's oldest and most experienced home care company. We know what to do, we know how to help, and we know how to make care affordable. When you compare the cost and benefits of home care to nursing homes or other institutional settings, you'll be amazed at just how affordable in-home care can be. HomeWatch Caregivers, Western Washington's best home care. HomeWatch Caregivers. Call us today at 253-564-1006 to schedule your free consultation. That's 253-564-1006 or visit us on the web at homewatchcaregivers.com. Call us today at 253-564-1006. HomeWatch Caregivers. Let our family take care of yours. Listen to what people are saying about the free life care planning seminar presented by Aging Options host Rajiv Nagayich. I thought he covered everything that I personally had a question about. I was reassured. I got perspective. I was impressed. I found it very, very helpful. We all face challenges when it comes to aging. Legal needs, Medicare, Medicaid, long-term care insurance, Social Security. But having a plan will help you maintain quality of life, financial stability, and peace of mind for you and your family. Rules are changing, and although no one can forecast the future, one can be prepared for it as much as possible. Join Rajiv for the next Retirement Life Planning Seminar on Thursday evening, September 8th in Bellevue, or on Thursday evening, September 15th in Federal Way. Register today at LifePointLaw.com or call 253-838-3454. Again, register at LifePointLaw.com or call 253-838-3454. It was because of Rajiv that we just kept standing up to the system, you know, out there saying everyone has to die in a hospital. So I wanted to say thank you so much. Well, there you go. Agent Options right here on AM 770 KTGH. We're not going to waste any time, and we're going to take a caller. We're going to go straight to Brian from Bonnie Lake. Brian, welcome to the program. Hello. Hi, Brian. You're on the air. How can we help? Well, I have a 35-year-old daughter that's got uh, um, Asperger's syndrome, and I'm looking to see if there's a way to set up some kind of fund for her that uh, to help take care of living expenses after I'm gone. Yeah, I think, you know, so there are two ways you can go about doing that. The typical, the common name for that type of a trust is called a special needs trust. And the point of the trust is to recognize that people like your daughter, if she has Asperger's, she may qualify for some means-tested benefits like health insurance or long-term care insurance or housing benefits or food stamps and things that the government pays for, but they only pay for, they only make these benefits available to those people who are not rich, who don't have a lot of money. And so the government has created the, the, uh, the structure whereby you as a parent can leave the money, instead of leaving the money to her directly, you can leave it to a uh, special needs trust or a safe harbor trust, which money will then not be counted uh, for her eligibility purposes. So if a program says that she can only have $2,000, the money in the trust is not part of that calculation towards the $2,000, meaning that she can get the government benefits and this money can be used to uh, pay for her supplemental needs that the government would never pay for. Things like it can be used to buy computers, travel, uh, dental care, health care, housing even, you know, anything that would improve her quality of life. And there are two ways you can go about setting the trust. One, you can set it up in your will. So when you die, her share will go into the trust and you will name somebody to be the trustee. Or you can set the trust up today and put some money in there. And that way you can let your relatives know that if there's some other relatives who would want to leave money for her care, then they can direct the money going to this trust instead of going to her directly. Easily done. It's not a very difficult thing for a good elder law attorney to do for you. Okay. Well, I, I do have a trust, but it but it says uh, that it's not for um, living expenses. So that's, it was written that way to try to avoid. Uh, um, I think it because her loop, keep her from losing her, her benefits. Benefits. Yeah. So, and so there's some restrictions. That, if, 
Yeah. There's some restrictions that need to be put in there. It says usually these trusts are discretionary trusts, and, and they have to meet certain specific language, and attorneys have figured out that the best way not to get into the crosshairs of the government is by use, using their own language. So the government in some regulation has said that the money cannot be used for things like, you know, food or shelter. Uh, used to be at one time clothing, but that was taken out. Then we just take that language and put in the trust that the trustee is, uh, not to use this money for food, shelter, or other, other types of expenses, which would disqualify the bene- beneficiary from government benefits. So it can be done that way. Just take a look. It sounds like you already have a special needs trust. Who did you go to prepare the trust? Okay. So it sounds uh, like I think we've, lo- We've lost Brian here. Yeah, I was going to say, uh, Rajiv, I just got a note from our engineer that uh, that the uh, caller drops. So I just wanted to let okay. you know. But continue your so thoughts Brian, while we have a shot. Yeah, so Brian, the main thing that I'd say is get a hold of a good elder law attorney. Maybe just get a second opinion around the whole thing and see, make sure that the trust is right. One thing I would almost certainly say that is missing in there is that there probably is no direction to the trustee as to how specifically the trustee is to use the money to improve your daughter's quality of life when you are no longer there to guide the use of the money. And I think that I find to be a big omission. So uh, it is very personal, it's very individual. For example, if she has Asperger, she, where she's staying, uh, does she have a case manager? Uh, you have to kind of think about these types of issues. What do you do? And how do you use the money and then build in guardrails and a pathway for the, for the, uh, for the trustee to walk on so they know how to use the money. If you don't do that type of work, what typically I see happens is the money stays stuck in the, in the special needs trust or the safe harbor trust. And then when the beneficiary dies, somebody else gets the money. Very little attempt is made to use uh, to use the money to improve the beneficiary's quality of life. And that is a big, big problem that I see in trusts that are routinely written by elder law attorneys, by good elder law attorneys, and by good estate planning attorneys. But because it does take a lot of time and thinking as to how do you write it, and then you have to keep up with all that writing. Hope that helps you out, Brian. <clears throat> yeah, Brian, indeed. Uh, Brian, thank you so much for the call. And uh, apologies for the disconnection. It uh, unfortunately happens. Uh, very good question, though, and hope you're doing well out there in Bonnie Lake, beautiful city. Uh, Rajiv, we have a couple of minutes here left until we have to close the show. And I want to mention the two seminars coming up on this uh, on Thursday, September 6th uh, at the Bellevue Salesforce Tower, as well as Thursday. I'm oh, sorry, Thursday, September 8th uh, in Bellevue and Thursday, September 15th in Federal Way. Uh, now, we've had a few callers who have showed interest in these seminars. And we know I know there's a lot of listeners out there who might be on the fence about going to one of these seminars and what would you say just two or three sentences or so to somebody who's on the fence about it what would you say to that undecided listener if you're happy uh, having a 70% chance that you'll grow old end up in a nursing home you don't have to come to the seminar if you're not happy about that you want to learn how to not end up in the nursing home or become a burden to loved ones or die broke you don't have a choice. There's nobody else who's doing this type of work. And you're lucky that you are, I'm in Seattle. I mean, I am getting calls from around the country. And very seriously, I'm thinking about taking the, the, taking on the traveling roadshow, if you will, and going to other parts of the country. But this year so far, I think we are well settled and contained in Washington. Come, you will do yourself a great favor. Exactly. Be sure to, Check it out, okay? So September 8th, it's a Thursday. It's at 6.30 p.m. at the Bellevue Salesforce Building Conference Center. If you can't make that, no hard feelings, because on September 15th, also a Thursday at 6.30 p.m., there's another seminar happening at the Federal Way campus. So whether you're on the east side, maybe you're just south of Seattle, maybe you're in Tacoma or Olympia, check it out. It's a great opportunity to, a great opportunity to learn stuff you had no idea you had questions about. All right. And you can sign up by going to lifepointlaw.com. It is free. And Rajiv, I mean, besides co-hosting this radio show and besides being on master your future which is getting a whole new season taping next week stay tuned go to masteryourfuture.com uh it's a great opportunity to get this in person to get this education in depth in person with Rajiv right there again the 8th at 6 30 p.m in Bellevue and the 15th at 6 30 p.m in Federal Way and you can sign up by going to lifepointlaw.com now 
Rajiv, it looks like it is time to close this program, which means it is time to play the world-famous game of, wait a minute, what in the world was this year? I can't believe what year this was. That's the new, <laughs> that's the new way we're naming it. We just changed it each segment here. So what year was it when the Beals released their debut single, Love Me Do, when the first Bond movie, Dr. No, was a hit in theaters? I believe that was Sean Connery as uh, James Bond, if I'm correct. Uh, drive-in movie ticket was 75 cents. And this was one of the most popular songs of the year. Let's go surfing now. Everybody's learning how. Come on a safari with me. You know what? It's still, all these years later, still a great song. Was it 1961, 1962, or 1963? Our first guest comes from our excellent and awesome board operator, Brady. Brady, your guess. I'm going to have to go with 63. 1963. All right. Okay, Rajiv, you're up next. Your guess. Hey, you know, I was born in 1961. All good things happened in 1961. So it's 1961. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I mean, okay. I mean, it's hard to argue with that. So when I say, Rajiv, that you're wrong, I do apologize. Great things do happen in 61. <laughs> but this year was 1962. Thanks so oh. much for playing. And thanks so much for listening to Aging Options right here on AM770 KTTH. Check out the seminars on the 8th and the 15th at Life pointlaw.com and as Rajiv always says age on everyone <laughs> <laughs>